Hey, it's Leah Rance from Afternoons on Laser 99.3. I'm joined by Johnny J. Gordon and Greg Mahoney on this week's episode of Afternoon Rants, proudly sponsored by Academy Mortgage of Agawam. They get the deal closed. And we're talking dates gone wrong and about our new upcoming show, Ghostlight Theater's production of Significant Other. Leah Rance, Afternoon Rants. Let's start this off. Hey, what's up? It's Leah Rance from Afternoon Rants, and I'm very excited right now because I'm in a play, finally, again. It's called Significant Other, and I am joined by two of the stars, actually, uh, my play husband, Greg Mahoney, who is playing, oh my gosh, Conrad, Tony, and... Will. Conrad, yeah. Tony, and Will. A man of many talents and the actual, the star of the play, Johnny J. Gordon. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I used your Facebook name. I used your government Ooh, name. Wow. <laughs> Facebook's the government. Name. <laughs> no one's ever called me that. I like it. <laughs> so, we, I know, right? It, it's Full your, name. Very official. It's your actor name. I felt like it was a good actor <laughs> name. Mr. <You're>, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Gordon. What do you Daddy think? Gordon. <laughs> So, um, we are all involved in this play, Significant Other. It's being presented by Ghostlight Theater. It's May 3rd through... May 11th. Yes, exactly. The first two weekends in May. That's what I always tell people because they're like, oh. Same. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't even Dates, know. numbers, I don't know. <laughs> it's like in the evening. I'm not sure what time. I know we have a matinee, but I don't know when it is. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, uh, it's $15 general admission, $10 Sunday matinee, and I totally knew this off the top of my head. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so... I feel Johnny J. Gordon as you are playing Jordan. Yes. Johnny J. Gordon is playing Jordan. (laughs) Tell me a little bit about the play. Okay. So the show is centered around this character, the character that I'm playing, Jordan Berman. And I guess in a nutshell is the show is about how do you go, how do you live your life being able to support all your friends who are finding love in all the things that you're wanting to find yourself and you're not. So Jordan has his three best friends. They're all female and they are all finding like their future, you know, husbands and the people there, you know, they're falling in love with these. They're finding the loves of their life. And Jordan is there kind of like, Oh, I'm, you know, so happy for you. But like, I want to find that, and he's not. And it's how do you support the people closest to you when they're getting exactly what you want, and you're not? Yeah, when yeah. life is kind of moving on, and you're feeling left behind. Exactly. Yeah. And I play Kiki. Yeah. And she is uh, one of the first to get married to my husband Conrad, who Greg is playing, and this is Kiki's voice, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so. In spirit of significant other, Jordan, the main character, goes on uh, some pretty awkward dates, honestly. First dates, trying to find his significant other. Mm -hmm. So I thought, what better way to do this podcast than talk about awkward, terrible dates we've been on? Yay! (laughs) (laughs) And I remember I asked you guys, and you're like, really? Like, (laughs) you want us to... I'm like, yeah, spare your soul, please. Yay! So, um... So who wants to go first? 
Um, I guess I will go first. So, oh, I hope they do not listen to this. I, don't, I hope they do. I, okay, so <laughs> this was years and years ago. This was high school, Johnny. Um, this was our senior prom. Mm-hmm. And I believe, so I, I there's this, there was this girl that I had a crush on for, I don't remember how long. It was a while. You know, I was, she, I was in a bunch of shows with her. Um, I did a bunch of acting stuff with her. And, you know, I started to really like her. And so I eventually got the guts up to ask her to prom. The big magical night everyone talks about. I can see how nothing in this would go wrong. No. Um, <laughs> the night everyone, the magical and mystical evening everyone's been waiting for. And so I asked her and she was super excited. And I was like, okay. If she said yes. That, and, you know, she had been flirting with me. I thought. <laughs> and her- <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So how did you know she was flirting with you, though? Like, what, I mean, you- what reads to you as flirting? I don't know. It's just something you, sometimes you can just tell. Like, you know, there's a difference between. Uh, OK, at the time, I thought I knew the difference between just being friends and hanging out. But and I also thought. You know, I would be able to tell the difference between friend and like flirty. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I guess I didn't because she said yes. I was so excited. I was so ready for this. And, you know, the night before prom came and I was getting very nervous. I'm very nervous, too, listening to this, honestly. (laughs) And I was like, all right, tomorrow, tomorrow night is the night I've been waiting for with this girl. And, you know, at that time I was thinking, oh, my gosh, maybe we'll like get together and we'll be so happy, you know. So, um, you know, I went on Facebook the night before seeing everyone's posts about, oh, getting ready, getting my hair done, getting my nails done. Like, I'm so ready for this night. And so, <laughs> and so then I scroll down and I see, we're going to say her name is Betty for now. This Betty. is her name, Betty. That's yeah. her name. I was scrolling down my newsfeed and it said, Betty is now in a relationship oh. with so-and-so and i looked at it and i was like wait a minute (laughs) and i i I, like went to her facebook and i made sure that this was like right and people were commenting on it and i was like oh my god and the person she ended up dating was this other guy that i knew he was doing he did a lot of acting stuff so he was like he was prominently in my life at the time so oh no wasn't it was it like something where he was like playing the main character and she was playing the main character and you were like the side character and you're like oh my god no was uh, it really oh no was it really oh no <laughs> i so i saw that she was dating this guy and i was thinking so in the moment, my brain was like, okay, all right, that's fine, cool, whatever, like, let's move on, we'll still have a great night. You were blaring Simple Plan in the background, how yeah, could for, this so for some, to me? Yeah, for some <laughs> reason, my I guess at that time, I was like validating it all and justifying everything that had happened. So I was like, oh, you know, it's just me being dramatic, whatever. Right. So the next day, we went to, I didn't bring this up to her at all. I didn't bring up the oh, fact that I saw this, because yeah. I thought it was going to make it more awkward. Oh. So we went to prom. And it was, I honestly wish I hadn't gone because, because, you know, everyone was out with their dates and she was out dancing with her newfound boyfriend and she was all like, oh, we can like still dance. And I was kind of like, well, I don't really want to now. Like, that's really (laughs) awkward for me. So the whole prom I saw, the prom was a couple hours, I believe. And in that couple hours, I think I maybe saw her for 30 seconds the whole time. (laughs) So I was just kind of sitting at the table, like, 
kind of watching everyone dance with their dates and kind of eating the appetizers, very Jordan-like in that moment. <laughs> and so after that, there was this party that was going to happen. I didn't go because I was just so upset. And I was like, wow, this was a waste of my time. And then after that, um, we never really like talked again. Like, that was kind of it. Ooh, yeah. I, I'm sure was, she knew she messed up. Like, there was no part where she was like, I'm so sorry, or I was like, how wow. dare you? Like, it just kind of, like, fizzled out. That's my story, and Dang. here I am to tell this tale of prom magic, and okay, I'm going to stop talking now. Anyway. I understand so much more about you. Yeah, I, I honestly, now that I'm saying this, I wonder how she's, like, doing I, 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 I don't know if she's still with this guy. Like, the guy that she dated was a very nice guy. He was very talented, a very, very talented actor. But I never saw it coming in a million years. It was one of those things where you, I don't know if you've seen, like, so-and-so is in a relationship with so-and-so, and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. How did this happen? What? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm, I don't even know if they're still together. I know some people from my high school are still together, but... That that's my story. The end. Would you shoot your shot if if she was available, or is it like the damage is done? Just curious. If you like, found out that she was around, it it would be really weird. It would be. Weird. It would just be so. It, it would just be really weird, especially considering we haven't spoken for like <laughs> when was high school for me? Yeah. years like two thousand twelve. Yeah, yeah. So that's like what seven years. Yeah, yeah. yeah would, I think it would just be weird. I don't think I could. I, I don't see myself doing that. Well, but. Betty, you lost yeah, yeah. your yeah, chance. Be, yeah, Betty, <laughs> lost Johnny. <laughs> Betty, look at me now. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I have a question because I'm out of touch and don't know what any of the lingo means. What does "shoot your shot" mean? Well, just like literally, just go for it. You would just like you know do the thing. Yeah, like I mean, just just try again with her, like and oh, see. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, it would be really weird. I I don't know. She. I don't know. I, that's a good question. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you haven't Facebook stalked her. I Facebook stalked anybody I've ever met in this life. I don't even really care about half of them. Honestly, I, I might know. go yeah. face, Facebook stalk Betty yeah. later and be like, hey, "Girl, how you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta use that voice and you gotta call her Betty the entire hey girl. time. <laughs> Ooh, girl, what you do, girl? Look channel, at that channel that Evan. No, be like, girl. <laughs> be like, hey, girl, remember me? Like, <laughs> you sound very much so like our other character, uh, Evan, who hopefully he is. Uh, Mike, who plays him, is going to come on brilliant. soon. Yes, I really hope you get him to talk about being in a boy band because he, he was in a boy band. Yeah. There's a lot of stories that going on. That man has in, a story to tell. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, so just. Giving a shout out to the other uh, members, you got Kyle Boatwright is also starring in this, mm-hmm. and Jess Brand, mm-hmm. and um, Judy yeah. Ratner, yeah. who originated a role on Broadway. She was on. She is literally a Broadway star. Like that's not a joke. Yeah, <laughs> and she did it before most of us. Like most of our parents were alive, and she was yeah. like five, and she's so casual about it. I'm like, you were on Broadway. She danced with Prince at Studio Fifty Four. Yeah, oh. <laughs> and uh, Mike Garcia, and then also directed by Megan Healy. Yay! Mm-hmm. Stage managed by Gauze. Yes, Jennifer Gauze. <laughs> it's so weird to hear her full name. And lighting by Anna Steiner, and costume by Tina Tao. Do you want to go? Next, Greg, or me? Uh, I I guess I'll go. Aw, you're so brave. My worst date happened when I was in college, and 
it, it, it was a really long date because I'm terrible at picking up on red flags or <laughs> characterizations of people or literally anything. Like, what would be a red flag now when you look back on it? What was the initial red flag? The first red flag? Yeah. The first red flag was when I picked her up because the date was going to be, we were going to go to Dakin to play with some cats and then we were going to go out to dinner and then we were going to go to her place to watch a movie. And the first red flag was probably when we were driving to Dakin and the only thing she wanted to talk about was how awful her stepmother was and how awful her childhood was, which is like, I get it. You want to talk about those things. You want to feel validated. But I literally know nothing about you yet. And the first thing I'm finding out is that you had to bake all of your own birthday cakes because <laughs> she's Cinderella. <laughs> basically, yeah. Like wow. she, she told me like her secret recipe to baking cake. And I was like, oh, my God, that sounds delicious. She's like, yeah, I'm get really good at baking cakes because I had to bake all of my own birthday cakes because my stepmother <laughs> doesn't love me. And it was like, <laughs> sorry. It, yeah, it was rough. And I was just like, but I didn't realize that at the time. I was just like, oh, my God, that's so terrible. And, like, we talked about that for a bit. And then every any time we talked about anything else, it went back towards how her stepmother is evil. Oh, my God. And so that was weird. My uh, problem is, too, when people tell me really traumatic things, I laugh because I'm nervous. And that would, <laughs> that would have probably ended right there. Oh, yeah. I am the worst at giving sympathy because all I can do is, like, rub your back a little bit and make awkward jokes because oh you guys know me all I do is make terrible puns or jokes that <laughs> don't quite land like it's it's rough I figured a first red flag would be like we went to go play with the cats and she threw one like no 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 <laughs> no she was very she was very nice to the cats what well so we got to we got to Dakin we had parked um somewhere else in Springfield and walked to Dakin and we were playing with the cats and the room, the room there, it, it was like this little separate room, and it was like three or four people in there at a time was their rule because they didn't want to overwhelm the cats. And we were there for like a good half hour, 45 minutes before anybody else showed up. And it was like this family of three. It was this mom and her two young sons, and they were like coming to pick out a cat, and only like four, three to four people are allowed in the room, and it was us in the room, and I was like... Hey, maybe we should uh, we should like leave so the the kids can have time with the cats. And she's like, "Right, no, I'm not done. They can wait." What? And I was like, "Okay, but, but you're not buying a cat." Yeah, no, we were just there to play with cats, and these these were like like maybe eight to ten year olds who were just there to like pick out their new family member, and they wanted to see the cats, and like they had come to Dakin, and kids aren't super patient, and there wasn't really anything else to do except for look at dogs, but they weren't gonna get a dog. And I was like, maybe we like every like couple of minutes. I was like, hey, maybe we should like give them the room. And she just kept like giving me the this stare of like, no, I'm not done. Ooh. And I was that should have been red flag number two, like not having common decency to like let other like we didn't even have to leave Dakin. We just needed to like leave the room so they could see the animals. That's so aggressive. Like, no, they can wait. Like, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, girl. And like at first it was like she was super casual, but she's like, no, they can they can wait. I'm, I'm still like seeing these cats. And then like we were there for like another twenty minutes. Oh my god! Before like I was like I'm just gonna leave the room. Yeah, I'm gonna wait in the lobby because that is good enough. Um. How did she even say? She'd be like, let me keep petting these pussy cats. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think at one point she was trying to be like really cutesy about it, but, which made it worse. <laughs> like that was that was that. I don't know. That oh. d that kind of hit me in a weird way. I couldn't remember exactly where I parked and we were wandering around the area where I thought I had parked. And this man asked if we needed directions. I was like, yeah, I can't find this parking garage that we're at. I can't remember its name. And I described it. And he's like, oh, I know where that is. And I was like, oh, cool. Can you like point me in the direction? And he's like, yeah, but do you have any like any money? I, I need some money. And I was like, 
I mean, I don't have any on me. And he's For like, this service? No, no, I mean. <laughs> about to provide. <laughs> yeah. But, but he, I, I was like, I mean, I don't have anything on me. And he's like, I mean, could, could you like get some? And I was like, I mean, well, I, I guess I could, I could like get you some money. And he's like, yeah, there's an ATM on the way. And I was like, oh sure. Oh my God. So we go to an ATM and it's not like an ATM, like on the side of a building. It's like one of those separate rooms you have to step into. So. He came into the room with us. And Greg! What? <laughs> what the hell? I gave him 20 bucks. This is a big part that you missed. I know. I gave, I, gave, I gave him like 20 bucks, and as I was taking the money out, he's like, could you do any more? And uh, he's like, I don't have any money. I was like, oh, I'm, my God. I don't really have any money either. I'm a college student who needs to pay rent. Oh. And so I gave him the 20 bucks, and then he took us to the parking garage. And on the way back, I realized that I could have gotten robbed right yes! now. Yes! Like, I brought somebody yeah. into an ATM room with me. Oh, my me. God. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm naive. I am... I am like dumb as a stump. Um, Greg, I am like clutching uh, my pearls right now. <laughs> like I cannot even like handle how frightened I am. I thought you were so, about to be like you know, I was robbed. When I play Conrad, I don't I don't act. I just like I just stand there. <laughs> Conrad is Kiki's husband in the play, and he is he's he's like. A Ken doll. Yeah, he's he's empty. He's yeah. There are no lights on inside. Yeah, he's like basic utilities going. You definitely had a Conrad moment there, letting a a, a stranger follow you to your ATM. I just yeah. can't. I can't even. Well, it turned out fine. So like, good on me for trusting people. I guess. God, Greg. But You're anyway. lucky. <laughs> but we went to dinner, and um, while we were at dinner, this the at the time I was working in a lab, mm-hmm. and this this lab was on the campus of UMass, and. My job there was to take care of different reptiles and amphibians and like feed them, clean up after them. Right. And it was like me and three other people who would rotate shifts. And one of the one of the women who was working there that day was in the middle of feeding animals when she got bit by one of the snakes. So she had to leave. Wow. So she texted like the group chat and nobody else was around to like go finish what was going on. And like we needed to go put the mice that had been thawed back in the freezer and like so so when you when you live feed a snake if you leave the mouse in there for a day and it doesn't get eaten you gotta take the mouse out and then kill it and give it to something else because otherwise the mouse could harm the snake mm-hmm. so i had to go and do that but it was like in the middle of the day and i was like i'm so sorry i have to like go do this thing and she's like oh yeah no that's fine can i like come with you and i'm like so like i took her to the lab to see the animals and like up all the mice and that was fine she like didn't want to leave and kept trying to touch some of the animals that you're not supposed to touch like we have an out we had an alligator snapping turtle that was like i'm terrible at estimating sizes what's this around like would would you say it's like two feet maybe it looks Uh, like a big mixer bowl an alligator snapping turtle like your your fist could fit in his mouth probably she kept trying to touch him you're not supposed to do that. I told her a couple times. Uh, it's a snapping um, turtle, so I yeah. feel that should be kind of self-explanatory. Yeah. I don't want to touch him. Like, yeah. <laughs> so so we d- we did that, and then we went back to her place to go watch a movie. And when we got there, like she lived in a dorm, and she was like, "Hey, so my room's kind of messy. So you're gonna have to wait in the common room for a little bit while I clean up." And I was like, "Okay, sure. I mean, a little bit weird. You knew like this was part of the plan, like to come see this movie. But I guess like yeah. I can sit out here." She she leaves, and she is gone for so long that I fell asleep on the couch in the common room what she was oh. cleaning for like ma- this wasn't like a oh i got some stuff i gotta throw into the bed or i'm gonna toss something right. in the closet this was like half an hour what? that i was sitting in that common room she's like deep cleaning <laughs> <laughs> there's like grime on the walls oh well, god well you would think but when she came back to get me and woke me up because i had fallen asleep on the couch holding my leftovers from dinner <laughs> um we got to her room and i've never been to the house of a hoarder but oh. it was no! <laughs> oh no! There was stuff piled on her floor, 
almost chest high. And this was after 30 minutes of her cleaning. So the 30 minutes of her cleaning was clearing two... pathway. (laughs) I wish it was a pathway. It was two spots on the ground where you could step. So you you had to like sort of either like... disgusting. Like long step to one or like hop to it. And then like like one near the door and then one in the middle of the room. And then there was her bed, which was lofted. So it was like above the piles of junk. Um, What was it? Was it trash? Was it... It was it was clothes. It was like books. It was like just assorted stuff. It didn't seem like there was any trash. So maybe the half hour was like her taking the trash oh, away. <laughs> but like, so there was that. And then we um we ended up watching. I think it was Key's Delivery Service. G- like good movie. First first one of those movies I had seen. I had never seen any of those. Um, that, Miyazaki. Miyazaki. Yeah. I'd never seen one before. Um, it was good. Um, but we watched that. And then after she was like. Reading these conversation questions off of her phone, like, like oh were, my god, no, no, they, what? They, no, they were like good, they were like oh. good conversation questions. Like, um, I think one of them was, if you could have dinner with anybody, dead or alive, who would it be? So, which she was like, it was like cue cards, sort of, basically. <laughs> okay, I mean, I mean, we had a good conversation oh. with it, but then That's I weird. was curious about the questions yeah. later, and I looked up the list she was reading off of, and it was a list of com- like one of those lists of conversation stars that you see online where it's like marketed as questions to ask someone and talk about in order to make them fall in love with you. <gasps> so like that was the <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. This is oh my god. So we didn't have a second date. Oh. <laughs> well. I, what? No way. I went I went I went home after that and like um she, I, well, she wanted to su- pursue polyamory, and I and I used that as my reasoning because I hate turning people down. So I was like, I'm really not in a space where I can be polyamorous at this point because I wasn't. And then I and then she then sent me this very long message about how I led her on and I wasted her time. And if I wasn't comfortable with something like that, I needed to be upfront about it. Mind you, this was after one date, and she didn't tell you any of this. I assume um, she told me that she was interested in polyamory, like from the get go, and like, and I was like, I mean, maybe she like she went on this long. I'd be like, bitch, you didn't tell me you were a hoarder, so yeah, <laughs> we're two for two like, here, aren't we? Like, seems like she didn't tell you a lot of stuff. <laughs> she, she got like, no, she got really mad about me wasting her time. It was it was a really weird time. Says the person who made you wait for thirty minutes while they clean the room. <laughs> I mean, in my defense, or no. In her defense, I almost got us robbed, and I like <laughs> took her to, took okay. her to a weird, yeah. a weird reptile lab. <laughs> Y'all both are dangerous. Yeah. That was the bad mix. I mean, I'm just yet. dumb and poor at planning. Oh my god, I'm very naive. You're not dumb. You just made some dumb choices. <laughs> well, the thing is, it wasn't until like I got home and had like a day or two to think about it before I was like, hey, maybe this isn't someone I want to date. <laughs> Like it, it, a couple days. Wow, you're very forgiving. That was, would be done. I wouldn't have even made it to the room, honestly. The minute she was like that around the cats, I would have found an excuse. I'd have been out so much quicker than that. Yeah. Well, like, I, I, yeah. I have very little self-preservation instinct, and <laughs> I don't know. It was I could have been murdered many times that oh day. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, and it, it, this wasn't even my first thought when you were like bad date stories. I, I was like, I wonder if I, wow. I had to think. I was like, I wonder if I have any bad date stories. And like, this was like a, like a week of trying to f- remember a bad date. So maybe I've had other ones that are bad. Who knows? So I can't wait. Say the same situation like happened again now. What would you have done different? Like, like if if this were, if this weren't to have happened already, and this were to happen next week, what would you have done? Would you have made like an aggressive U turn when she started talking about like her her 
situation already. I mean, maybe like, not because like I don't know. I a lot of people I know have. I mean, everybody has trauma, and a lot oh, of people yeah. I know are just like really willing to mm-hmm. unload it around me. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I I think I just have one of those faces where you're like, oh, you're you're like vaguely non-threatening. I'm gonna just give you my my biography. Yeah. I, I think the the main thing I would have done differently is I would have parked at Dakin because they had a parking lot. So have you kept in contact with her at all? Oh God, you no. Ever, do you, oh, God you don't know no. how she's doing or anything. I know nothing about her. Yeah. Really? I know. I know her first name. So you don't oh. even, how did you even come across her? Tinder. Yep. Well, yep. <laughs> maybe she's living her best life right now. Maybe, maybe Betty's living her best life now. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Wow. Well, I feel like my bad date really pales in comparison now. Um, oh, <laughs> just feels no. stupid. No, it really does. It pales in comparison and it's a lot shorter. <laughs> so I'll try to keep it short because I went on this date with this guy. Bumble was my app. Fun fact. I thought you were saying his name was Bumble. <laughs> his na- no, his name was uh, you know, he was uh, a writer from Harvard, and I was like, oof, stop, quit playing, you know? And we just, we met at um, at Theodore's uh, Barbecue in downtown Springfield, which is banging, by the way. We met for drinks, and uh, he was just sweeping me off my feet, and it was just amazing. Everything he told me was just, I mean, it was almost like too good to be true. He's like, I own a yoga studio, and I, you know, all the, all this craziness, you know, I look back and I'm like, he's like quoting poetry to me, and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. So, um, I had one too many, and we were like going home, and I was still pretty new here, and he was like, you know, I, I don't really care how this date goes, but I still want to be friends. You know what I mean? I, I still want to be friends because I just think you're so cool and I don't. So I was like, awesome. So he wanted the night to go a certain way. And I said no, because I was like, mm, not not into that, mm-hmm. you know, especially I'm drunk. So, mm, yeah. and uh, he left and I messaged him the next day and he ghosted me completely just ghosted me and it was like so heartbreaking because this was honestly the first date that I had had since I had broken up with a guy after five years so I was like whoa like I totally misread the situation I even thought that like we had just like connected on like a friend level and that just clearly didn't happen so it sucked and I'd never been ghosted before and I already had this other date lined up see this is like a two-part bad date (laughs) I had this other date lined up already with this other guy and <laughs> like so he's like oh yeah it was drinks like literally two days later and I'm like this he's gonna tell me he's a writer at Harvard and I guess he owns a yoga studio so I am disenchanted at this point and I'm about to try to cancel with him and then he literally messaged me and he goes oh my god my grandmother just died um, and I have to go to the airport so I'm sorry but I have to cancel but can we do coffee and I'm like and I'm trying to back out at this point I'm like you sure buddy because your grandma died so like you know here's your out you can leave you know what I mean and he's like no no I like I really need this and now it's like what am I supposed to say oh my god like I'm sorry your grandma died but I'm not gonna go on a date with you because I got ghosted by this dude you know so I was like all right I'm going to go. I'm going to go on this date. Sucks, you know? And I don't even care. I remember getting dressed and I was like, I don't even care. I don't care what I look like. This is going to suck. Suck, suck, suck. And I go on this date and this guy is just... Well, immediately I'm like, oh, he's cute. You know what I mean? But he seems really, really nervous. You know, it's Mm. morning. 
We're both seeing each other in the morning light, which is already like <laughs> the harshest of lights. The harshest of lights, you know. I'm barely awake. I don't know why I chose nine a.m. I'm never awake. Nine a.m. I did. Well, his 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 plane left. Like, yeah. So oh, this that's is, a, that is very. Early. Oh, it is, isn't it? He, we go to get coffee. He doesn't drink coffee. So then I'm like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? You know. And we're sitting there, and he starts talking and talking. And talking and talking. And usually I can find a good break because I'm a professional talker, but that's not happening. I don't even think he knew I worked in radio at this point. He just kept going. And I was thinking to myself, well, this man just lost his grandmother, so he can't be in the best of moods right now. And I think he was incredibly nervous, honestly. Mm. And I could just tell that. And he was making me, by proxy, incredibly (laughs) nervous. So I'm just sitting there and we're just, he's just going, you know what I mean? And I'm like, does he know my name? Like, (laughs) wait a minute. You know, I'm like, oh my God, like we've been sitting here for an hour. I don't think I've said a word. Like, you know, (laughs) finally he, Um, uh, luckily we both kind of have an out. He's like, oh, I got to, I got to go. He's got to catch this plane. And I got to do something else. I mean, I don't know. I think work. <laughs> like, and um, so he leaves and I get in the car and I was like, you know, I was telling my mom because I always call up my mom over everything. And I'm like, you know, I was like, yeah, this date, it's just it's not going to work. Like, he's nice, but bless his heart. He's just he's too nervous and stuff. And I was like, I, I just I, I, I can't I can't deal. I can't deal with nervousness. And mm. um and then he asked me out on a second date, and I'm a people pleaser, so I went. And he pissed me off some more with some stupid crap because I didn't know about sports. But he still wanted to hang out, and I was like, all right, I guess we'll be friends because I'm not in the position to turn down friends because I'm pretty lonely up here. It's <laughs> uh, and then I just kept hanging out with him. I was like, oh, well, we're, we're going to be friends. We're just going to be friends. And he was like bummed out. But he was like, okay, that's fine. It was like he suddenly opened up and he was like less nervous. He's like, oh, it's, you know, I'm good. Like it's, and he was himself. And then I really, really liked him. And that's how I met Kyle. Was one of my worst dates. Oh. My current boyfriend. Isn't oh. Kyle also a writer from Harvard? No. <laughs> Well, he's a writer from the Gazette, <laughs> but he but he studied in oh Durango, I think. Yeah. So oh yeah, I swiped on his specific type. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it worked out in the end. But I always tell him, um, and now he's cool with it. I even asked him before I went on this. I was like, "Is it cool if I use our first date as an example?" Because I'm not gonna lie, oh, it was not a good date. <laughs> like and he's like cool with it now, but you know. Uh, initially, I was like, I, I was not feeling. It. <laughs> See, I, I like when people are nervous on the first date because I feel like if someone's calm and like normal on a first date, I don't trust it. I'm like, you, you're either like, you know that you're you're too good for this, right. <laughs> or you're or you're like, you're not invested. I, so I, I like got on anxiety medication like uh, maybe half a year ago, not even half a year ago, a couple months ago, and I stopped. Like when it comes to first dates, I like don't want to be on it because mm-hmm. I feel like if I'm too calm, I'm either going to say something really dumb or I'm going to come off as like kind of a creep. So yeah. 
So right. I, w- I want to be nervous on first dates. Well, it was something that kind of kept me back. I was like, well, at least I know that this guy's good. He's not going to ghost me because the other guy had been completely calm, just like that. And he knew exactly what he was doing. He was just, he was like, one and done. That's what I want. You know what I mean? And I was like, nah, I'm not into that, you know? And and so I knew at least with this guy being nervous, I was like, well, at least he's genuine, you know what I mean? And if he's nervous around me, that means that he likes me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, that's it's so genuine. I can't be like angry about it. It, you know, so it's not his fault that like literally like I had the, another terrible date two days ago. It's not his fault. So but that's how I found my significant other. So make sure to come see me, Johnny J. Gordon and Greg Mahoney and uh, all the other amazing cast in Significant Other. First two weekends in May, Gateway City Arts. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Yay.